Could you hear that? No. No! Well, that's not gonna work. <laughs> Balls! A supernatural podcast with Lizzie and Missy. Oh, are you opening your beer? I am. Did you already open it? No, I'm opening it. I just opened it. Okay. I feel like I need the crack in the <laughs> microphone. Ready? Mm-hmm. Oh, it wasn't as oh. nice as I thought it was. I feel like it's difficult with the, like, bottles as compared to the cans. Yeah. The cans, you get that nice, like, Are you being fancy and putting it in a glass? I'm going to try. <laughs> uh, I am not. It's okay. One of us needs to be the real person here. Don't laugh at me at my glass, BT Dubs. It's the only glass I have that is an actual beer glass. Oh. <laughs> but when you when you see it, you'll know. You ready for this fancy shit? I am. I can't see. Ah. Hold on. Ah, I'm attached to my, oh, my belt. My buckle is attached to my mouse. Oh. Having all kinds of How does that happen? You know, it's a, I don't know, actually. I got nothing. I got nothing. It's a Brew Gentleman stem glass. Oh, ooh, so fancy. I love it. Mm-hmm. If I had some Warlock, I would have my little Warlock. Well, it's not really little. It's actually pretty big. My little warlock glass. Well, cheers to you. Hold on. Gotta get my I get have your water giant glass tea. up. <laughs> cheers. Cheers. It's been a day. Oh, man, it has. A week, a month, and even a year. Oh, my God. I'm over it. Oh, that's so good. Have you had the coffee one before? Mm, I want to say I had it as part of a flight. Because I went good. down and did the whole, like, pumpkin flight. Because I tried the chai, which is the one that I liked I got last time. Mm -hmm. And then I had, like, the warlock, the pumpkin. I think I had the rum king. Ooh. And then oh. I had the coffee. But obviously the coffee was like, eh. It's a little much for me, too. But it was nice yesterday when I was drinking it while I was eating breakfast for dinner. Oh, that would be such a good idea. Yeah. We had pancakes, chocolate chip oh. pancakes, and an imperial pumpkin pumpkin very nice yeah do we want to talk about things that the cast is doing after this show is over yet or do we want to wait no we can definitely do that being that like they just announced a pretty big one yeah well, which one do you want to start with uh why don't we get a two for one okay because uh, obviously you're talking about the walker texas ranger i am <laughs> Uh, it was announced, obviously, a while ago that Jared Padalecki would take up the moniker of Walker, Texas Ranger in a reboot of the series. Mm -hmm. um, but it was just announced not too long ago that a very big Supernatural alum will also be cast alongside him, which just so happens to be his wife. <laughs> yes, Mrs. Padalecki is uh, going to play Mrs. Walker. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and she obviously was in there for a while as, like, Sam's thing. Yeah, what could you call that? Demon fuck toy? I, I like it. <laughs> yeah. That's spot on, actually. <laughs> <laughs> you are correct. 
That's who we refer to as Brunette Ruby. Yeah, unfortunately, which sucks because obviously he likes her enough as a person to marry her. Yeah. But I just hated her character. I know, she seems like an awesome person, but the character she plays on the show is just like, oh, come on. And she also has a clothing line at Kohl's now. She does. That hopefully soon we'll be able to go try on together <laughs> and, make, and make a video for everybody to see. That but would be awesome. actually trying on the clothes. You can't watch us actually try on. No, but as of right now, curves. you can't even actually try on clothes. Oh, that's right. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, the only reason I know is because I went, uh, I had to go to Target yesterday, which they don't even have their Halloween, like they have some of their Halloween stuff out, but not all their Halloween stuff out. It was overtaken by the back to school section. Oh, I actually ordered Halloween shirts from them online. I got them today. I'm sure they have a bigger selection online. They just haven't pulled their stuff out yet. Yeah. So hopefully one day we'll get to go try on her clothes because they look really cute. I wouldn't say uh, affordable for me. I would say not, like, readily affordable. Definitely higher-end Kohl's wear, like J-Lo used to be. But mm. I'm sure, you know, with Kohl's, everything's always on sale, so. Yeah. Um. So that's the big one. And then the other one, my brother's actually trying to get me his Amazon Prime information. So you can watch The Boys. I can watch The Boys because apparently it's a very good series, which is based off of a graphic novel. And it was just announced on his Instagram that Jensen Eccles will be delving into graphic novel realm once again because he was the voice of the Red Hood in a Batman series. So now he will actually be in The Boys, which is based on a graphic novel. How exciting. And I just have another piece of news. Uh, I've been listening to, I know I told you about this and I think you listened to them, but I've been listening to a lot of, um, and my guest is Richard Spate. Mm Mm-hmm with uh, Richard Spate Jr. and uh, Rob Benedict. The podcast is freaking hilarious. It's so funny. I, if I'm having a bad day, and there's only 13 episodes, and but if I'm having a bad day, I put that on and I hear Richard Spate Jr. call Rob Benedict boob Google, <laughs> and my day is made. It is made. They are just so – and they're not talking about anything in particular. Most of it it's really has It's all over do, the place. Yeah, most of it's due with, like – the pandemic because that's when they started it but i listened to i finished it today and that's act that podcast has actually ended they're not doing and my guest is richard spate anymore but they are coming back and doing kings of con as a podcast and a youtube series i believe you can watch them on youtube it hasn't started yet they recorded a couple episodes though but they're gonna do they're gonna talk to people like who you would talk to at a con or who would be on a panel at a convention and their first guest is actually going to be Jensen Eccles. Also a little known thing, circling around Jensen Eccles and the boys. Uh, it, he will not be the first Supernatural alum to be in the boys. Oh, oh, I know. Yes, you I in know. the front row, please. Um, Tell me. Was Jim Beaver on there? And did he play a character called Bobby Singer? He did. He was Secretary of Defense, Robert Singer. He just can't get away from that name. Nope. <laughs> And ironically, then, obviously, Jensen's getting in there. I'm surprised he wasn't Bobby Singer on the ranch. Has anyone else announced anything? I don't think so. Not that I have seen. I think that's just it. By the way, did you know that Felicia Day is not her real name? No, I Like, it is, but it isn't? I did not know that. It's Catherine Felicia Day. (gasps) I love her. Uh, But to tie into Bobby, I I was scrolling through before we started recording on Instagram, and there's, like, this meme. 
Mm -hmm. And it, uh, okay, I'll show you the thing. This is what it says. So oh, Bobby, yeah. Bobby, I can see him. It says, when I find myself in times of trouble, Bobby Singer comes to me, comes to me speaking words of wisdom. You stupid, stupid son of a bitch. Well, boo-hoo, I am so sorry your feelings are hurt, princess. <laughs> the eyebrow twitch. I know. I love it. Oh. Dean would love to have an apple pie made for him. I know. He's our, our namesake, Bobby, there. So I just, I just want to throw that in there today because I can. So I did. Those are words of wisdom. They are. And I think I actually used that for the one movie Monday as an option if you did not watch as many movies as you should have. I like movie Mondays. Are you bringing movie Mondays back? I will once I have time. <laughs> I know. Oh, guys, guys, seriously. We absolutely hate when we are behind on things and when we can't give you stuff like we want to give you stuff. Our work right now sucks balls, literally balls. It's so bad. <laughs> Not to mention, like, you have a kid that you're taking care of and raising. Oh, yeah, who sits right next to me, homeschools. I got that going. And then I have a second job and soon-to-be yeah. third job. Yeah. I'm literally going to be recording this podcast in my sleep. Well, that'll be something to listen to. <laughs> but apparently, I'm very good at it uh, because I gave a really good description of what the ending of Donnie Darko means while unconscious that I don't remember. And apparently, it made sense. Well, hot damn. I know. <laughs> that could be your fourth job. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> There's got to be a market for it somewhere. Oh, man. Do we want to get into this one episode today? Yes, this is our one episode with an introductory to a monster we haven't seen yet. And this is episode 20, What Is and What Should Never Be, which, huh, Led Zeppelin. This came out May 3rd, 2007, and takes place between, is it Jolie or Joliet, Illinois? Joliet. Jolien. And Jolien. obviously Lauren, Lawrence, Kansas. Uh, do you want to know how I know that? Hmm. The Blues Brothers movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a good one. Damn it. That's okay. Uh, so our friends at Decider.com and Thrillist.com rank these as they do every other episode we've talked about. Uh, Decider.com ranked this number 48. Okay. She said, one of the many times in season two that Supernatural rips our hearts out and stomps them on the floor. Oh, man, this one really got, I was going to say, when we start talking about it, this one hurt me so deep. Stomps on the floor. No. <laughs> it's painful to see how much Dean really wants a normal life and Jensen's acting at his father's grave is stellar. The episode is also one of the first roles for another hunter of demons and uglies, future Winona Earp Melanie Scrofano. 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 Uh, she plays the near dead girl. Uh, okay. If you did, because I didn't know who that was. Uh, that's the only one that I would be able to guess because obviously she was in it yeah. a decent amount. Obviously, it's not the gin. The gin. The gin. The gin. Now, is it that, the gin? Like drinking? <laughs> that, that part would sound like, are you drinking gin? Like too much gin? Is that what's happening? I was losing it. <laughs> So then Thrillist.com, our BFF Uncle Joey, ranked it 90. Uh, he said, while hunting the jinn, Sam and Dean experience an alternate reality. Let's let's back up, Uncle Joey. Um, only one of them. Yeah, I was going to say, not both of them. <laughs> what was it last week he said only Sam did something? I think so. Like Dean wasn't there that did all the work. 
and now all of a sudden they're together while only one of them was doing it. Yeah, just because they're in the alternate reality together does not mean they're both experiencing it. Right. Uh, so he says, Sam and Dean experience an alternate reality uh, where Dean has his act together. That's kind of rude. But I think gotta... Dean has his act together now. It's just not a normal life. Yeah. And I was concerned that he had a drinking problem in his alternate life also. <laughs> Everybody always, are you drunk? Are you, have you been drinking? Are you drunk, Dean? I mean, they, it seems kind of like it. I mean, this is one of the ones, this is the first alternate reality we get to see, because obviously we get to see multiple. Um, but in this one, we don't really even have a profession for him. Uh, yeah, I thought he worked at the garage. Did he work at the garage? I thought he was a mechanic. Was he a mechanic? Not that he ever went during the show, but... I thought, uh... Maybe that's it. I'm just thinking of him mowing the lawn, drinking a beer. Yeah, I think Mama Mary said, shouldn't you be at work right now? And he's like, where do I work? She's like, the garage? Should we get to our plot, then? Yes. Dean is attacked by a jinn and suddenly finds himself in a world in which his mother had never been killed by a zazel. He and Sam were not brought up as hunters and thus no longer close. Although Dean enjoys his new life, a ghostly young woman seems to be haunting him. When he realizes that all the people that he and Sam have saved as hunters are now dead, he decides that he must give up his newfound happiness to save them. Though Sam does not believe him, he accompanies his brother to the Jin's lair. There, Dean discovers that the young woman he has been seeing is a victim of the creature. Noticing that she is alive but hallucinating, a way for the Jin to keep its victims captive while it feeds off their blood, Dean realizes that he, too, is within the illusion illusory world despite his dream family trying to convince him to stay dean kills himself in the dream waking himself up in the real world where sam rescues him sam and dean battle the jinn and dean kills it they discover the other victim is still alive and take her to the hospital where she is expected to recover can we talk about both that parts of that scene and oh my god the editing in this episode was so spot on like, the minute that they're walking through, well, Dean's walking through the warehouse, it was so creepy because you never fully see the djinn. Mm-hmm. You just see him lurking and lurking and lurking. And it was almost like a horror movie-esque kind of cut. And then that ending, when it goes from, like, illusory Sam with Dean, like, stabbing himself, there was almost no cut whatsoever, but the facial expression of concern on Jared's face when it goes to the real world and he's looking at Jensen. Right. Yeah. Like that, whoever was in charge of editing this episode, thumbs up because it was impressive. It was very well done and smooth and clean. I agree. It it was very good. And the, uh, the special effects I feel like are starting to move up now because I feel like when the Jin did his whole hand magic, Mm -hmm. it was actually kind of believable. Yeah. And not just like, oh, okay, there's weird lights emanating from his hand and head. It's better than some of the special effects in the next episodes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have an issue with some of the scenes in the next two. Um, but man, this episode pulled at my heartstrings, especially because obviously in, in this dream world that Dean doesn't realize he's thrust in until later, he has all of his memories. Mm-hmm. So he knows it's not right. Right. And even never actually wishing this aloud, the Jin was able to read his mind and come up with this dream world that he would have wished upon. But obviously, maybe it, it was the fact that Dean knew it was a dream and he was fighting it so much that certain things were kind of slipping through the cracks, like the airplane crash. Yeah. 
because my feeling is if the jinn wanted to keep him in this world then he wouldn't allow these real world things to show like, oh, what if, if you guys didn't do this, this would happen and this would happen. He would just make it this pretty under the rainbow, peachy life. Right. He would block all those things from coming through or try to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I get that, obviously, that uh, our girl, what is it? What's her name? Is it Rachel? Which one? The other victim. Oh, I don't know. I have no help. I did not write down names. <laughs> It has to be Rachel, because obviously Jessica and Carmen. Yeah. I get that Rachel, because she was also kind of connected to the djinn, was able to kind of, like, move throughout Dean's mind. Mm-hmm. But... but was, she con- get- was she conscious of it in her? I would... In her dream? I would think so. Maybe. Because, again, it all ties into, like, if it's Dean's actual memories coming through the subconscious dream world mm-hmm. to remind him of the things that they've saved to, like, not give in to it... Oh, do you think he's, like, seeing her? Yeah. Hanging there, like, he can, like, kind of see her, and that's how she's popping in. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, he's connecting with her. Right. Just, like, he's connecting to his actual memories. Yeah. But I guess, I guess the, I guess the Jin was hoping that just by, like, bringing Jess back, giving this girl who obviously had a fancy dinner is like, let's go get a burger after this. Like, she was spot on to, like, everything that he could have, but at the same time, do you think Dean would be happy with, like, that perfect of a girl i was gonna say the too perfect for him girl yeah i don't know you never want someone that's like you, you always have that idea that like oh my god that would be so perfect and they would do this and they would do that, i'd be so happy but i don't think you really would you kind of want someone who's going to challenge you a little bit and that's kind of how you grow as a person right because you have someone who's always yes let's do this you should do that i got this for you mm-hmm. it gets boring yeah i agree did you notice that um he has a different necklace on. Dean has a different necklace, you know, since the previous life never happened. Yeah. Kind of like he, they never went and Sam never got the necklace and never gave it to him for Christmas. But how does he have the Impala? John would have gotten the Impala. Yes. I don't want to spoil though, but something happens where John gets the Impala. Well, I think in this world, John would still have been in the military. But he was going to buy the VW bus. Unless Dean went and bought the Impala. Maybe because there was it was never said that John kind of willed it to Dean at any point in time. True. So it very well could be that Dean is just a fan of muscle cars and he happened to find the Impala because obviously in his memories the Jin would have seen how much Baby meant to him and needed it there in this dream world. True. Oh, maybe that's what would make him think it wasn't a dream because the car was still there. <laughs> if he woke up to like some mom and pop hatchback, I don't think I think he'd be like, "Get me out of here." Let's go. I can't be here. No. Mm-mm. He's like, I have this Honda outside. I'll take death over <laughs> this. Let's go. <laughs> death. He's a nice person. Okay. Death is a nice person. Both deaths are nice people. I love all the death. All the death are great. But. Old death, new death, you know. Man. We'll get to but that later, though. Also, just like <laughs> the way that this world unfolds. Because obviously we get a look at lives without hunting later. And we get to look at alternate realities later mm-hmm. and in this one man because of the not being able to hunt and i mean obviously in their past sam and dean were kind of driven apart by sam's need to go to law school and not be the hunter that dad wanted them to be and dean was always yes whatever dad said yes sir whatever you need but that obviously back to hunting and dad disappearing they were able to come together and form this bond that they have now 
that obviously they don't have in this episode because of this alternate reality, because they never had that, that obviously something happened that they never really talked about. Yeah. That drove them apart, where Dean just didn't care, essentially. That made me sad. Tear. And obviously it made Dean sad. And in his mind, he's sitting there going like, but how is that possible? Yeah, he's like, what happened that... Why don't you love me? Sammy, don't call me Sammy. You never call, you me, never Sammy. call me Sammy. Sometimes you don't oh. even call me by my name. I'm surprised you even know it. Okay, preppy Sam. I didn't like um, that. I didn't like Sam in his preppy wear. I mean, he is in law school. I know, but still. He could have plaid. He could wear plaid in law school. Also, did you think it was kind of a little bitch out that John died of a stroke? Yeah. They were just like, hey, so that really cool hunter. Yeah, he's just a normal dude playing softball. Yeah. Uh, but he's not going to be really that old, but he's going to have a stroke and die. Because dad needs to be dead in this. Yeah, like, it couldn't even have been, like, like some didn't, sort of accident or something. Like, Didn't the djinn think that Dean would also want his dad in this world? But I guess it also kind of shows us, like, this little insight into Dean where we find out that, like, maybe his tie to his dad isn't as strong as we really think it is. Yeah. And that it's mom. Because, I mean... As the series progresses, Mary plays an, an integral role in Dean. Yeah. I mean, in a lot of his flashbacks, a lot of his memories, a lot of his wishes, like, it's Mary. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Mary making her casserole. It's <laughs> her just giving him a hug. It's a casserole. A casserole, man. I thought for a second that maybe Dad wasn't alive in this one. I, I don't know. Maybe because he spent so much time with John and he didn't have that time with Mary that's why I kind of lean toward her being there. Or do you think it's maybe because Dean has this feeling of anger towards his dad right now based on what happened with Sam oh, and yeah. Dean and the fact that John gave him up, gave himself up to yellow eyes. Yeah. That Dean kind of has this like be in his bonnet about John. And <sighs> since this is like this, the thing that he wants the most, like his dream that the gin, his wish that the mm-hmm. gin really wants, like it's not to bring dad back. Or maybe it's a key that, like, maybe dad's not really gone. And oh. Dean subconsciously knows it. Maybe. Maybe. <clears throat> I don't know. That scene where he's mowing the lawn and drinking a beer and, like, waving to the neighbor it was killing. I was like, okay, Mr. Cleaver. He was not. Did you see when he flipped the, uh, when he, like, you know how you do the turn, you, like, flip the lawnmower up a little bit? There was no blade on that lawnmower. It wasn't even there was nothing coming close to cutting grass in that in this episode. Can we also talk about Mary's birthday? Her birthday. When's her birthday? Based on our tombstone. Oh, I didn't. December fifth. Okay. Dean's mowing the lawn in December. Oh my god, I didn't think about that. <laughs> in Kansas. In Kansas. Maybe in his gin world, it's just happy skies all the time. I don't know. The average weather in Kansas during December is a high of forty-two and a low of twenty-five. So what you're saying is there would probably be snow on the ground. <laughs> uh, there's a potential it could be snowing. <laughs> Especially because November's not that higher, much higher. It's 54 or 36. I didn't even think about that. Good catch, Liz. Good catch. I was just sitting there and she said it when they were like, yeah, it's mom's birthday. Don't tell me you forgot. I was like, but isn't Mary's birthday like December? So I looked it up. You would need to go add that to like random shit somewhere. Her birthday is December 5th, 1954. Well, I mean, you know, Sam did have a light jacket on. Dean's not that far from my birthday. When's Dean's birthday? January 24th. That's my grandma's birthday. Oh, hey! When Sam, Sam's... Is like, when I Googled it, the only people that came up were Dean and Adam. 
Oh, Adam. Well, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I thought that was a little <laughs> interesting. And then obviously Sam is May 2nd. But yeah, that I thought that was a little weird where they were like, here's the most, like, the most mom and pop normal thing a person can do is mm-hmm. mowing their lawn, drinking a beer. And then they mentioned Mary's birthday. And I was like, so he's mowing the lawn in just like a casual long sleeve with the sleeves rolled up in December? Good and catch, Liz. I did, not, I did not even think about that. Even if he was in a town over that's drivable to his parents' house. Yeah. Pretty sure. I don't know. Maybe you caught a good day. That one random 75 <laughs> degree day that pops up in the middle of winter. He's like, you know what I've always wanted to do? Mow the lawn and drink a beer. I'm gonna do it. No jacket. El Sol. He probably didn't yeah. own a jacket he liked. He's <laughs> like, probably, fuck it, Carmen. I'm wearing the shirt. I thought it was, okay. You find out at the end that Carmen is the girl from the beer ad. The El Sol beer ad. But <laughs> the picture from the ad is in their apartment like, framed in their apartment, like, it's supposed to be a picture of her, like, randomly laying on the beach awkwardly. When he looked at that picture, I was like, there's something weird about that. Yeah, I thought so, too. I was like, that looks like what you'd get if you bought just the frame. Yeah, it's the picture that comes with the frame, yeah. But then you find out at the end she's just the beer ad girl. Which also makes sense. Yeah. Especially because she's, I'm, in, in my mind, she's handing him a beer, like, all the time. Yeah, just automatic. Yeah. Here you go. Here Mowing you go. the lawn, here's Here the go. beer. Coming in for dinner, here's a beer. beer. Want to watch TV? Here's a beer. Supernatural Wiki. Apparently, Dean shares a birthday. With who? Jessica. <gasps> what? How do they know that? I'm on Supernatural Wiki. Significant dates. January 24th. Birthdays. Dean Winchester, 1979. Jessica Moore, 1984. But how do they know that? Uh, was it ever mentioned anywhere what her birthday was? Oh, maybe her headstone? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Eric Kripke stated that he chose the date because it's close to his wife's, because it's oh. his wife's birthday. Okay. Even the Impala has a birthday. Yeah, that's true. Thank you, Chuck. <laughs> when Dean stabs himself and they're like, well, before he does it, they're like, well, are you sure you're not going to like die in real life? And he's like, yeah, I'm sure. And you're like, are you really sure? Like, oh, I'm like 90% sure. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> These past couple episodes are like, I'm pretty, pretty sure. <laughs> Like, I'm kind of sure. I'm, like, somewhat sure. We'll go with it. I mean, it's 90. That's that's a good percentage. That is a that is a high percentage in, in Dean's world. Oh, and when they, when he pulls the needle out of his neck. Man, he was looking worse for wear there for not even being hooked up that long. But then he, like, beats the shit out of the gin. Like, he's the one that kills the gin after he's been, like, hanging there, like, his arms all up and he's all blood loss. Sam gets knocked on his ass. Dean's got to come back over and finish it. Do you think Sam went there because he hadn't talked to Dean or heard anything from him and was like, well, shit? Yes, I do. I think because he was on the phone with him and he's like, you know what? I'm going to go check out this place. Sam is like, no, come pick me up. And he's like, no, I got it. He did not have it. Also, knowing that it's a gin, like you'd think he'd be more careful. Yeah, you would think. He wasn't very aware of his surroundings. No, and he walked right past it. Like, it was kind of like in a recess. And I thought, like, how can you not see that? It's right on your right-hand side. You walked right past it. Well, it depends what kind of gin it is. Oh, snap. Hey! I can't wait to get these knowledge bombs. So many knowledge bombs. Do you have any other thoughts on this episode? I really don't. I liked it. I really liked this episode. It hit me in all the kinds of feels. All the feels. I actually purposely in my random shit didn't put some of the like goofs and stuff. Mm-hmm. Because I thought it was disrespectful 
to this episode that was so full of emotion. It's still and fun random shit. It's just not like the one part that hurt me. Like, oh man, right in the feels, right in the cockles of my heart. <laughs> <laughs> cockles of my heart. Yeah, like deep down in the cockles. <laughs> uh, was when Dean was at John's grave. And he was talking about how, why is it always their job to sacrifice everything? It's always on them. And then obviously when Dean's about to take his life, Sam says it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, I can't tell if this is really like Sam saying it or if like the Jin was recording kind of what he was saying and using it kind of against him. I know. And you know what? I was about to bitch slap Mary. But she's like, just stay with us. And then Jessica chimes in. Mm-mm. Nope. No. The only one you should listen to is Sammy. And even right now, you probably should listen to him. Yeah, because that's not really Sammy. Real Sam. You should listen to real life Sam, who's like, Dean, wake up. Dude, come on. Dean, are you alive? We gotta go. After we save this girl. Pull the needle out of her neck. Ugh. Do you want to know some facts? Yes, please. The more you know with Missy. Bing. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Rainbow like star. Boop. Yes. I like it. So... This is the first time the Impala is seen with Ohio license plates instead of Kansas license plates. Uh, Sam explains this was done due to their fugitive status because they're on the lam now. Still. Like on the lam 60 60 times over. Every time it can't get worse, it gets worse. (laughs) God, it's like worse. They're wanted by the FBI. Mm. Yeah, when's that going to come back around? And then... Because they're wanted by the FBI, they end up going to prison, but then they break out of prison, and now they're just, like, really wanted by everybody? <laughs> they broke out of prison because they broke into prison. <laughs> yeah, they broke into prison. Like, you don't think that should just be, like, expunged, <laughs> wiped clean. Yeah. Remember that time you horribly tried to rob that jewelry store? Oh, yeah. The photos of Sam and Dean and Mary's home are real-life photos of younger Jared and Jensen. I was hoping. Me, too. I mean, if they were Photoshopped, they were pretty good. I mean, really, all they have to do is go to some Googles. Googs it. Googs it. Boob Google. But they'll get some, like, <laughs> random cowboy shirtless pictures of Jensen. That's the one that always pops up. Oh, man, in every days of our lives. No, I want the picture of him laying on the Impala. I don't want <laughs> Cowboy Jensen. Uh, the episode, as you said before, is named after a song by Led Zeppelin. The scene where Dean breaks into the house to steal the silverware and Sam interrupts him is a throwback to a very similar scene in the beginning of the show's pilot episode uh, where Dean breaks into Sam's apartment, even including some of the same dialogue. I didn't catch that. I did not catch the dialogue. Damn it. Jeez, Liz. You catch your birthday. But you don't <laughs> ca- you're too busy thinking about that. You couldn't focus on the other thing. Yeah, I was just trying to figure some sense of reality in this unrealistic world this dream world the jinn world the jinn world the word jinn jinn translates from the original arabic actually stands for both wish granting genie and for a demon as well i can confirm i was gonna say if i'm wrong please correct me can confirm they mean to step on your toes it's okay i got a lot more toes (laughs) that was only my little piggy uh samantha smith who plays mary dean just dean's mom just, just as Dean's, Dean's mom. mom. Not <laughs> Sam's mom. Obviously, Sam just, a- Sam just appeared out of nowhere. Brothers from another mother. Oh, man. <laughs> what if... <gasps> there was a brief moment when they weren't telling me any information that I was like... For a very brief moment, I thought that Joe might have been Don- oh. John's oh, no. girl. I did, too. 
I did too. I thought they were related. I thought Sam wanted to get with her because you know what? That happened on Sons of Anarchy. Yes. With Jack. Yeah. So I was thinking the same thing was going to happen. And then I was thankful that that was not the case. <laughs> <laughs> to me too. And then, then obviously they're one of my favorite ships. Yeah. After the fact. I was like, I'm not shipping you before I find out your information. I need to know if you're related. <laughs> Good. Your dad before. just, your dad was just killed by their dad. It's fine. We're fine. Oh, that's it. That's, that's okay. Fine. You can totally go at it Yeah, now. you guys can totally get it. <laughs> so Samantha Smith, who plays Mama Mary, is actually only nine years older than um, Jensen in real life, which I believe we talked about on one I of was our saying, I feel episodes. Like that, yeah, we talked about the age difference in a bunch of these kids. Yeah, because uh, Jeffrey D. Morgan is only like 11 years older than Jensen, I think. Mm-hmm. So babies having babies. Babies having I babies. Mean, I mean, they did get married in a different time. That's and true. he was, you know, in the military. That's true. At, at 11. <laughs> <laughs> Wild things happen. <laughs> we reverted back to the early, like, 1800s when he lived a total, like, 30 years. Yeah. I actually read the other day uh, an interview that Jensen did that saying they were trying to get someone else to play John, like, after the pilot, because obviously they wanted the characters to age as the kids aged. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the guy they wanted, and I can't remember his name, uh, he wasn't available. Oh. So they brought, um, as someone called him the other day, JDM back. I can't picture anybody else being John I Winchester. Can't, I can't. But the guy they wanted to play him looked like an older version of Jeffrey D. Morgan. So Back to the Future had a marathon the other day on E. I watched all three of them. Back to back to back to the future. Nailed it. It's a very Richard Spate thing, I think. Uh, let's see where we are. When Dean questions whether Jin can actually grant wishes, Sam says, I don't know. I guess they're powerful enough. Not exactly like Barbara Eden and harem pants. If you don't know that, if you don't get that reference. I dream of genie. I don't get you. <laughs> you are correct. He is referring to the genie, genie, played by Barbara Eden in the 1960s sitcom, I Dream of Genie. I liked I Dream of Genie and Bewitched. Nick at Night was like my jam for a while. Like when Nick at Night played actual old TV shows. Yeah, when it was like, like I Love Lucy and Yeah. Like yeah, I watched a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can't even think Green Acres. That was a good yep. When they approach the warehouse, Sam asks where they are and Dean says, Well, we're not in Kansas anymore. What's that from, Liz? It's from The Wizard of Oz. Yes. <laughs> He's quoting The Wizard of Oz, which came out in nineteen thirty nine. So if you have not seen that yet, where have you been? Uh, additionally, Dean dreams. Uh, Dream was in Kansas, while in reality, he was in Illinois. The BW Late Show movie showing on TV when Dean wakes up, wakes in, wait. Uh, Isn't it when they fall dream. asleep? Oh, when he wakes up in his dream world. This movie's on in the background. Mm-hmm. Is From Hell Itself, which is a 1957 sci-fi horror movie. Uh, it sort of mirrors the plot of this episode, a warrior is wrongfully killed only to return as an avenging tree. <laughs> isn't, wait, isn't it from hell it came? I don't, I don't know. Wherever I got this from says from hell itself. It could be wrong. It's the internet. It's, I think it's from hell it came. Okay, we'll go with that. <laughs> I don't trust the interwebs, but Science clearly, fiction horror. Clearly I um, regurgitate information from it. You know, when the creature from the Black Lagoon is busy. Yes, this avenging tree that only kills bad people will come after you. Yes. It's a frightmare. <laughs> Similarly, Dean wakes up and avenges, frees the, st- frees the girl stuck. I, get this, I gave up on this one. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> Similarly, Dean wakes up and avenges, frees this 
girl stuck by the killing the djinn and removing the false reality of the dream. That was rough to get through. That was a little tough. I'm As only a side note, like half. I looked up from Hella Came, 1957. Uh, its tagline is, Born of Jungle Witchcraft Created by a Curse. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Is there anywhere I can watch this? Because I would like to see, I would like to see this. What was it? Born, born of Jungle what? Born of Jungle Witchcraft Created yes. by a Curse. Sign me up. Oh, apparently it was a part of a double bill with the disembodied. Ooh. I'm going to just for fun send you this trailer. Uh, please. I, I love would like to watch like, it. I love classic horror movies, especially like these kinds. So this is right up my alley. You like it when um people return as avenging trees? Uh yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Um creatures, trees, lizards. As a side note, uh in searching Samantha Smith, she was on another one of my favorite TV shows. What was that? She was try- was almost dating Joey Tribbiani. Oh, really? Yeah, she was on Friends. I didn't know that. Apparently, uh, the hot girl that Joey spends season five, episode 17 looking for is none other than Mama Winchester. I did not know that. Interesting. The more you know with Lizzie. The, uh, the hot girl in Ross's building. There is a guitar in Dean's dream apartment. While Jensen Ackles can play... I seriously looked at it and thought Ackles... <sighs> While Jensen Ackles can play one in real life, Dean has never shown any musical ability. The scene where Dean visits John's grave is one unbroken take. Eric Kripke says that it was the second or third take and they just filmed with two separate cameras so they wouldn't have to break Jensen Ackles' performance up. Kripke describes Jensen on the DVD commentary as a treat to work with because of how he can tap into emotion and convey it on camera. I mean, if no other episode can show it, it is definitely this one. Yeah. Ah, Jensen. I put that, what did I put in my notes? Where'd my notes go? I said, I love vulnerable Dean. I just want to hug him. His eyes just show it. He's so good at just like, between the eyebrows and just how he, his doughy eyes. Did you just send me ankles? (laughs) It says I have to download it. I have, I have them all saved for you and I was going to send them sporadically. (laughs) Oh my god! Oh my god. This is the best gift gym ever. <laughs> oh, you guys, I'm watching, if you've watched Supernatural in the last couple of seasons, where Dean's, where Dean's watching the Impala in his short shorts. It's amazing. Okay, then. <laughs> <laughs> On that note. <laughs> Let's get back to serious things. Not really. Not ankles, though. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's ankles. Uh, this episode, along with the season 10 fan fiction, are the only two episodes of 2015, excuse me, as of 2015, where the only living thing that dies is the monster of the week. Ooh. Only two episodes out of all those episodes. Jeez. I mean, eventually they kind of stop killing the monsters. Yeah, that's true. In the alternate reality, Dean wears a silver chain with a pendant rather than his amulet, um, which I picked up also so (laughs) kind of noticeable yeah i got that (laughs) i mean it was shiny and silver so how could you not see it yeah i mean you're missing the like weird demon face thing yeah totem the law book sam is reading in the alternate reality is written by kevin parks who is one of the assistant directors on supernatural okay uh dean's girlfriend carmen exists outside of the oh the wish verse (gasps) 
Ooh. Uh, as Dean had seen her in an ad for El Sol beer in a magazine, well, inside the Jin spell, Dean is asked multiple times if he's drunk. Oh! Damn, they were hinting at it. Son of a bitch, how did I connect that? <laughs> and I, I read this. Clearly, I forgot. Uh, he also drinks more than one bottle of beer, and each time, it's an El Sol. Huh. Yeah. Okay. That makes total sense now. Good continuity. According to Eric Kripke on the season two DVD and Blu-ray commentary, uh, they had a difficult, difficulty getting Adrian Palicki due to her shooting schedule on Friday Night Lights. However, they felt she was integral to the episode, so they switched from filming this episode to the next one for five days and then resumed shooting when she was available for three days she was needed. Wow. They really needed her back. They really wanted her. Yeah. I have some music queued up. Yes. This episode is brought to you by possibly one of your favorite singers from the early 2000s. Was Jeannie in a Bottle by Christina Aguilera. So many 90s things in there between the sandals, the big chunky sandals. The crop tops. Yeah. The low, like the low pants. Like, yes. The pants where your ass was hanging out. So good to go back in time with you, Liz. Oh my gosh. I sang that song a lot. But on a serious note, <laughs> there was some music in this actual episode. Uh, not just Jeannie in a Bottle. More up my alley, kind of. At least the next one. So there was... One of my favorite bands, Leonard Skinner, was in this episode uh, with Saturday Night Special while Dean is driving to Illinois. Mr. Saturday Night Special Got a barrel that's blue and cold That ain't good for nothing But put a man six feet in a hole Sorry to take my headphones off and um, shake <laughs> shake my hippie hair that I did today. It looked very nice. Thank you. It's au naturel. Ooh, mine's uh, circa not showering for three days. Um, well, that's why I washed it today. <laughs> um, but yeah, I put a little um, leave-in conditioner and oh. then I have this spray that's called air drying glotion. Ooh. It's supposed to help it dry faster. So then it's not so frizzy. I like it. But it's my hippie hair. I think people in Leonard Skinner had this hair, so. I'm pretty sure that they did. <laughs> a few. A few of them. Yeah. Definitely the Van Zants. My last piece is What a Wonderful World, by Joey, performed by Joey Ramone. Um, while Dean is mowing the lawn, this is playing. I see trees are green. Red roses, too. I see them blue. That fits him so well, though. I know. That also took me back, and I wanted to, like, just bang my head around. Gotta love the Ramones. Okay, well, that's all I got for you this week. I was super happy I got to play my, my sound bites. All right, so where I got my information is going to come from Britannica.com, MythologyWikia, AncientOrigins.net, BuzzFeed. What? 
What? Yeah. BuzzFeed? BuzzFeed. Awesome. Vice.com and an article on uh, the journalism of the Royal Society of Medicine by Najat Khalifa and Tim Hardy. Um, is Najat related to Wiz? Maybe. I doubt it, but. Don't know. <laughs> um, so Pittsburgh? The... Did he go to Taylor Alderdice? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> oh, man. But okay. I could be, I could be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're talking about the gin. Um, but in this episode, obviously, they call it, like, the D-J-I-N-N. Mm-hmm. Um, the only information that I found on Jin are the J-I-N-N and the, which is actually the plural of Jinny. Oh, Jin multiple. Jin is multiple. Jinny is singular. Okay. Um, also known as a genie. In a um, Sometimes. They habit they habitate many other places. No, so, Liz, pop culture tells me that they only live in a bottle or a lamp. Okay? That's how this works. Not today. BuzzFeed didn't tell you that? BuzzFeed told me some creepy stories. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay um, so the jinn is found predominantly in Arabic mythology where they are a supernatural spirit below the level of angels and devils. Below devils. They are below angels and devils. Oh, okay. Um, now there are classes of jinn. Because <laughs> I love a good class sex. Just like demons. Gotta love it, but they're. <laughs> Do they have legions of jinn jinnies below them? <laughs> I don't know. Um, so there is the ghoul. G H O U L. G H U U L. Um, which is the treacherous spirits of changing shape. There is the Ifrit, which is the diabolical evil spirits or fiery spirits. Mm. There is the Sila, which are the treacherous spirits of invariable form, also can be known as hags. Those hags. Uh, and then the other one is the Marid, which live in seas and oceans as spirits of water. Did you say seasoned oceans? Seas and oceans. Oh. <laughs> Just good old seasoned oceans. What the hell is this? Some good old salted oceans. Yeah, like salt and pepper in this ocean? I don't even know. It's like the Dead Sea Uh, where there's so much salt in it. That's seasoned. That sea is so seasoned. Seas and oceans. (laughs) Dean and Sam. Yeah, Dean (laughs) and Sam. Seas and oceans. Um, genie, which is a synonym for jinn, derived from the Latin genius, which is reference to protective spirit, which each human is thought to have since birth. The jinn can be male or female, and they exist independently or can attach themselves to inanimate objects, like a lamp. Oh. Um, especially old objects, um, and they prefer to attach themselves to precious or semi-precious stones, such as opals. That's my birthstone. And they really like objects that they can reside in and travel in. Okay. Which, in theory, would make a lamp perfect. They like to be on the move. Um, jinn are known as entities of fire, sometimes of wind, which is where I was like, maybe Dean didn't see him because he would appear as a human and then transport to wind. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, which, obviously, doing this research made me think of that now, not while I was watching it. So they are either entities of fire, sometimes wind. They can take... Any for the they can take the form of anything from humans to animals and can be of any size. They are good or evil, and if they are evil, then they tend to lead humans astray. 
Um, they can be hostile or helpful, and if they meet up with a powerful magician, then they can potentially be controlled by the powerful magician and used to perform magical tasks. Is there a way to tell if you're going to get a bad djinn or a good djinn? <laughs> Are you a good How witch or a bad witch? Yeah, exactly. Um, I don't think so, yeah. But uh, if... But jinn are also very unpredictable. Oh. And if you break an agreement with a jinn, whether you intention you do it intentionally or unintentionally, they love to punish the person. Okie dokie then. Uh, so don't <laughs> all else fails, don't make an agreement with a jinn, and if you plan on it, don't renege on just, the agreement. Just don't stick do with it. it. Just stick with um, it. It's not worth it, people. No. Um so according to the ancient Semites, Jinn are spirits of ancient people who acted during the night and disappeared at first light of dawn. Uh, they could be invisible or change into animals at will, and they were mostly known for being responsible for disease and the manias of lunatics. They brought the COVID. At night, yeah. They're gone by light of dawn. Um, they are believed to be the inspiration for poets. Many um, Middle Eastern poets make reference to jinns. Uh, pagan Arabs worshipped jinn long before Islam was introduced, and in that, jinn are believed to be dual-dimensional, being able to live in both the manifest world as well as the invisible domain. The jinn is actually mentioned in the Quran, in Surah Ar-Rahman, uh, as invisible entities who roamed the earth before Adam created by God out of a mixture of fire or smokeless fire. They were sent to tempt and seduce mankind to stray from Allah. They are said to also, besides just inhabiting, you know, whatever they can reside and travel in, as well as old objects, um, they are said to inhabit caves, graveyards, and dark and deserted places. Like an old in, warehouse? Yeah, exactly. It's dark. It's deserted. They like it. Um, in some Islamic writings, jinn can possess people and actually cause seizures, as well as speak in incomprehensible languages. Ooh. Um, they can produce children, they can marry, they can eat and drink just like humans, and they could potentially die. Um, they just live a longer life than humans are supposed to. Do you know if you're having a jinn baby, it's a jinn baby? I mean, I'd hope he'd be up front with you. Like, hey, before, <laughs> before we do this, I just want to let you know. I'm a jinn. <laughs> okay, okay, I can live with that, that's fine. <laughs> It's cool, man. Can this get, so you can grant me three wishes and he can grant me three wishes. <laughs> I got six wishes. <laughs> um, <laughs> so there was a region near Palmyra where they actually found an inscription that called Jinn the good and rewarding gods. Okay. Um, Jinn are actually mentioned in the Arabian Nights by Bullock, which was published in 1835 or also known as 1001 Nights. I must bust it out into song there. <laughs> um, which was actually originally published in 1775, printed by the Arabic language, uh, which was the first printing of the Arabic language edition. Um, and in there, there is the merchant and the genie, as well as the fisherman and the genie, um, where a merchant carelessly tosses the pit of a date, and it ends up killing the genie's invisible son. What? <laughs> okay, I mean, yeah. in his defense, in his defense, he couldn't see the boy. I mean, I guess don't go around tossing the pits of your dates. You could kill somebody. Was there a receptacle, like, readily available for him to throw his date pit in? I don't think so, but he should have held on to it because he just murdered a child. <laughs> um, so the date pit <laughs> kills the Ginny's invisible son. 
so the genie obviously is upset and demands death. Well, why wasn't the boy wearing a hat or something? Um, <laughs> People the- around him could see part of him. So the merchant is actually saved when three old men appear and they fascinate the genie with stories. Bet he, he never tossed a date pit again. The genie likes a good tale. He loves, he relishes in the good tales. You could you could spin a web and, and he'd be all about it? Yes. Okay. Basically, jinn were commonly known in early Arabia. Obviously, they're, like I said, they were thought to inspire poets and soothsayers. Um, even Muhammad originally feared that his thoughts and what he was receiving might actually be the work of a jinn. They were especially known for their association with magic, um, which then allowed them to enter into North African, Egyptian, Syrian, Persian, and Turkish folklore. And then in India and Indonesia, they have entered local Muslim imaginations by the way of the Quranak and other Arabic literature. So I thought it would be fun, and this is where BuzzFeed comes in. BuzzFeed's always fun. Uh, that in addition to my information on the jinn, which is interesting, because in doing this, obviously I saw that they don't like feed off of the life forms of people in right. order to survive. Yeah. And they don't necessarily create these dream worlds, and that they really kind of just do whatever they want. I'm a jinn, I do what I want. And that if you make friends with them, then maybe they can make something happen for you. So they just look like normal people. They can, yeah, or, or they can animals. turn themselves into an animal. But what do they what do they look like in their au natural state? Uh a fire spirit. <laughs> oh, like a ball. A ball <laughs> of fire. Okay. Cuz that was the the uh jinn in this episode is like all tattoo faced and everything. Just um, their their interpretation. Yes. And then obviously the most famous jinn we know are um the Muslim devil which is Shaitan, and obviously the jinn in Aladdin's lamp from 1001 Nights. So those are the two famous jinn we know. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, in some other forms, they're portrayed as tricksters. We already have one of those. Right. Like, <laughs> nah. He can't be replaced, so don't even try. Here are some stories that people have sent into BuzzFeed. Would you tell one of these stories to the jinn? So you can confuse him? I, I don't know. Since uh, he a good tale? Apparently, this one was a... Okay, first off, they don't know, obviously, that jinn is the plural of jinny in this story, because they call them the jinns. <laughs> Me and the jinns were going out. <laughs> Some of these are crazy. Hit me okay. with them. Hit me with them. So we'll go with this one first. This one is an old Persian story. One day, lady goes to the public bathhouse. Problem number one. It's <laughs> just going to say, mm. <laughs> She pays the attendant and goes inside. Once inside, she notices someone in the room with her. She looks down at their feet, but instead of feet, the person has hooves. <gasps> That's how all the good stories start in Ireland, by the, the way. The lady freaks out and runs outside as fast as she can. Rightly so. I think the, the hoofed person is going to... Run faster, though. Uh, She rushes to the attendant and tells her that she saw someone with hooves instead of feet. The attendant looks at her and lifts up her skirt (gasps) and asks, like these? (gasps) What? That doesn't really sound like a jinn. No, it sounds like like a devil. Everybody was a devil. (gasps) It was a jinn bathhouse? The jinn bathhouse. Uh, Here we go. The jinn in the locket. We got the jinn in the locket. Okay. At my boarding school, we had a few cases of bullying. No bullying. No. In one instance, a bully broke a chain on a student's neck. That's not bullying. That's beating. That's fighting. Don't do that. No. 
As soon as that happened, the girl started to speak in a male voice while her body contorted in strange positions. It said it was a jinn and had traveled. Oh, it was in the locket. <gasps> it said it was a jinn and had traveled from a faraway place. Meanwhile, the bully's tongue swelled and almost prevented her from breathing. Long story short, the teachers were called into the room. Apparently, her parents knew and had gotten the chain for their daughter from a shaman to hold the jinn in. What? You knowingly give your child a locket with a jinn in it? Like, that's I guess. like okay. Like, I mean, that's one way to combat bullying. That's, I mean, that. think about it, though. That's like the genie in Aladdin. He's just protecting Aladdin. Did the girl know that it was in there? I, I guess. Because I would have been like, you know what? You don't, you don't want to fight with me. You don't want to break this because shit's going to get real. Uh, we have a territorial gin. Oh, okay. uh, My uncle went to visit his cousins in India. His cousins told him that since it was summertime and they would all fall asleep in the courtyard together. However, they told him he wasn't allowed to place his bedding in a particular corner. Apparently, a djinn slept there, and strange things happened if anyone disturbed that corner. My uncle said it was nonsense and decided to sleep there anyway. You know what? I feel like you're really asking for things when this happens. You're like, hmm. Yeah, that's never a good move. Don't try to defy it. Yeah, especially, like, like, something powerful. Like, no offense, I'm not messing with a djinn. Yeah, like, if you if you see fear in your, your relative's eyes, and they're like, I know, that's not a good idea, and they're... Did a little shaky voice telling you about it? No. Mm -mm. That's how it played in my head, by the way. One night, he woke up on the other side of the court. (laughs) He laughed at first and thought it was his cousins who were pranking him and decided to sleep there again. Why wouldn't you, why wouldn't you, like, bring it up to your cousins and be like, real funny, thanks for moving me, and they'd be like, it wasn't us, it was the djinn. Yeah. Uh, So the following night. Let's test it. Let's test it. The same thing happened. So he left a note on his pillow saying, stop pranking me. There is no gin. <gasps> that night, he said he was pushed off his bed and his bedding was thrown on the other side. A note was thrown into his lap and said, I sleep here. <gasps> the scary part is it wasn't that dark and there was no one there. <gasps> what? Ooh, I'm going to leave on that one. There are a couple other ones, but that one was just too good. I got chilly willies. Plus, the other ones kind of just sound like ghost stories, so I'm like, nah. I got, I got goosebumps on that one. That one was creepy. The one with the girl, I kind of thought, like, maybe it's a demon, but that one, ooh, don't mess with the gin. It's like, this is my bed, bitch. Ooh. More? Uh, well, some of these are, like, actual stories, like them telling them, because mm-hmm. this one has an excerpt. But the excerpt says, generations back, one of my forefathers taught Quran, the holy book, to a child from a jinn's family. The jinn child became a hafiz, memorized the Quran by heart. The jinn's parents appeared in front of my grandfather, and in return, as a thanks, they offered him many different things. There were huge trays full of gold and silver, but he would not accept it. He said, I did this because I believe I will be rewarded by Allah. They wouldn't go. The jinn said, you have done such a big favor to our generations that we want to give you something. After so many arguments, they wouldn't go. So my grandfather said, okay, then I will ask, then I would ask you, is that you have to take an oath and promise me that for my next seven generations, you would not hurt anyone or make anyone's life miserable. Wow. I guess you do good by a jinn and Heck yeah. pay out. Man. <laughs> that just reminded me, like, your grandma where you're like, she tried to give you money, and you're like, no, Grandma, I don't want it. And she's like, take the money. And you're like, no, but I'm okay. And she's like, take the money. And then she eventually, like, sticks it down your shirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a Hides it in a bag. My aunt used to do that. 
she literally put it down your shirt and you're like, I'm fine. I guess it's mine now. Yeah. Some of these just sound like ghosts. So I'm going to leave on that one. I like a good ghost story, but these are Jin stories. So, so you're, so in the last one, so the guy knew it was a Jin child. Mm-hmm. Like they just revealed themselves to people like, Hey, Jin. Yeah, I guess. I mean, obviously they can, they can transform themselves and I would assume yeah. that they would show up as humans to him. Yeah. But I mean, they just like straight up like, Hey, I'm a Jin. Can you help my kid? Some Jin are up front. Some Jinny are up front. Some Jin are up front. That's it, Jin. I mean, you're really rolling the dice with a Jinny. You could get a good one. You could get a bad one. Yeah. Well, really, 50-50 there. Can you ask before like you do anything? Are you a good Jin or a bad Jin? And I guess you have to be careful with your phrasing. Because obviously like, you don't want to enter an, into an agreement with them. Yeah. On the chance that you break the agreement. Oh, and then, then you're just like, yeah. Then you're effed. Exactly. F'd in the A, as we say. I am very curious as to why Supernatural chose that look for Jin. I don't know. That was, I, I don't know. Yeah, with like all the tattoos and everything, I didn't under... I mean, he, it was really, really cool. Yeah. And like, I didn't think like the genie from Aladdin was going to pop out, but... I'm curious. Who was that actor? I'm a genie in a bottle. I don't think you can just, like, wake a gin up, by the way. Like, hey. Like, hey. <laughs> hey, I have a wish. I want my wishes. Come on, Gene. Um, Because he was very, I mean, obviously at the time he wasn't reminiscent, but watching it again for, like, the third time, he reminded me a lot of, like, El Diablo from Suicide Squad, who was the guy covered in all the tattoos. Mm. El Diablo. Mackenzie Gray is who played the djinn in this episode. Wow, not what I thought. Oh, oh, me either. I mean, I can see it in the face, but apparently um, they shaved his head mm-hmm. and then used a minor prosthetic to cover his eyebrows. A minor. But man, I was, I'm curious as to like, because I'm looking at the them now, at the pictures of the, like, all his tattoos. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if there's, like, a story to them. I loved his eyes. The blue? Yes. Oh, we didn't mention that. Another thing with the eyes. Another thing with the eyes! Eyes, eyes, eyes. Man, all these eyes. I guess it's to really show the difference between humans and the jinn. They wanted it to look more supernatural because, like, a human just doing this stuff is just not normal. Like, it's not enough of a wow factor. Because his shin is normal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Duh. I wonder how long it took to do that. All the tattoos? Yeah. I was just thinking that also. But that's all I got. Some creepy gin stories and information about gin. I like it. I like the creepy gin stories. I mean, I like the information too, but I did have little, little goosebumps on that last one. Goose pimples! Chicken skin! Oh, and apparently in the novel, The Children of the Lamp, in case you were curious, uh, the main characters are Jin. Not to be confused with the children of the corn. Totally different. These are lamp kids. Are they invisible? Uh, Can you hit them with a a pit of a whatever? What was it? uh... Um, But yeah, for the anime nerds out there, there is a version of Boo that is the Majin Boo, which is very genie-esque in the pants and his ability to transform himself. Oh, okay. And there are Majin. Uh, which are demonic, magical jinn in Japan, in Japanese media. Majin. 
Mahjong. I don't know. That's not. I don't think that's close. <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> Just one of those ignorant people spitting out the only words you know in a different language. Oh, okay. So hold on. So I, in going past my my research, I forgot that I had this bookmarked, which I feel like you would appreciate. So we have again more classes of jinn. Yes. Uh, there's the shayatin, which are the rebellious or corrupter jinn. Oh, those bad boy jinn. Uh, we have the tawagit, which are tyrant jinn or demons possessing statues. What? <laughs> Statue. uh, we- <laughs> Is that why we're tearing all the statues down? Maybe, or it's like that the crying angel from Doctor Who. Oh. <laughs> um, we've got the Gilon, which are nightshades who inhabit graves and can change their shapes. Oh. Here's the one. So you know how you have like little angel demon on your shoulder? Mm-hmm. Not according to this. We've got the Karin or the Karin, uh, which are just shoulder gin, which just follow you from birth to death. Just sit there. They just sit there on your shoulder like this, like my bottle um, opener. And some of the other types of jinn that I didn't mention, in addition to the four that I did mention, they're, so they kind of get confusing. So there's the hin, which are actually demons, but they're treated like a type of jinn. The hin jinn. The hin jinn. <laughs> um, and then there's the, this is the one that I was just like, you're going you're gonna to laugh because there's two of them. Well, there's the one. Uh, there's the kawabis, uh, singular caboose. <laughs> You ready for this? I'm glad you're sitting down. Is male and a demonic sex genie. <laughs> oh, that's the caboose? That's the caboose. But if you meet multiple, it's the kawabis. <laughs> um, and then there's a counterpart, you which is watch. the Karina, or the Karinat, uh, and they are female demonic sex gin. Is this like uh, Incubus Succubus? Yeah, I guess it's like their version of it. The <laughs> caboose. But I left them out because I was like, eh, not real gin. <laughs> and it was really, um, by the way, only Western culture that kind of put genies in lamps and created this whole idea of three wishes. That was uh, us ruining everything per the yeah, huge. Surprise! Surprise! <laughs> Western culture for the win. And we're also the ones that totally sexified genies. Caboose. Caboose. Oh my goodness. Male sex genies. Demonic male sex genies. You still, yeah, you have to specify because yeah. it was just a sex genie. I'd be like, okay, I get my three wishes. And then <laughs> you had to throw a demonic in there and you're like, ah, fuck. You know what? On second thought, I'm good. Are there regular sex genies? I think they're, they're all just demonic. I don't think there's a good sex genie. <laughs> but I mean, if I have a 50 50 chance of getting a, you know, 50 50 good genie, bad genie, I think you should have the same. Save odds with the, the the sex genie. I'm just just saying. It's only fair. I feel. You'd think. But nah. <laughs> that's hilarious. That's where that's where gin babies come from. <laughs> Invisible gin babies. Invisible gin babies. Just don't throw a date pit. <laughs> I really feel like they were just trying to have a cleaner city. <laughs> That was a warning. Like, don't be throwing your garbage around because you're going to kill a, a, an invisible gin baby. And then he's going to come for you and kill you. Yeah. Because they, these three guys telling stories can't save everybody. And they were really just like, hey, guys, let's just keep it clean. You know, just pick up after yourself. Let's recycle. That's all you got to do. Well, we had such, like, a really serious episode <laughs> and a really not-so-serious ending. I'm glad we could end on cabooses <laughs> after that. I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> well, I mean, I got to bring up the caboose. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the end of the episode. Hey guys. <laughs> you guys rock. Hopefully you're still enjoying this. I feel like this episode was both serious and kind of fun. So I, I enjoyed it. I hope you guys did too. I also enjoyed it. Thank um, you. I'm glad. But the next two, I feel, are just... Well, excuse me, our next one, because we're next smooshing. One. Yeah, we're smooshing. Um, I feel it's just going to be all serious. It has the potential. I don't know if I wrote anything funny or can say anything funny about it right now. I, I mean, it is it is the end of the season. We are... Fin- it is finale. Uh, I believe I did call that end of season super sewed. Ooh, a super yeah, sewed. it's you a did. super sewed. You did. Not to be confused with a super soaker. That's different. No, but I feel like we could have one of those too. I feel like that's a very like I could see Jensen and Jared doing the whole like Nerf fight. Oh yeah. One of them comes to the trailer. There's just a Nerf gun sitting there, and it just says "Game on." Yeah. Find me, bitch. <laughs> Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay, just yeah. to tie it back. The bitch jerk. Is that yes! what you're talking about? Yes! yes! I just thought about that too. Oh, when he's it, like, bitch. He's like, why'd you call me a bitch? He's like, you're supposed to say jerk. It hit me in the Ugh. heart. It hit oh, me in the heart. Oh, man. I was like, no. Buddy. Sam. <sighs> Look at my microphone from hitting it off the. I hit it off the. I like scooped. I like ice cream scooped my laptop with mine. It was like. <laughs> oh, man. But I think that's all I got now. Yeah, I think I think we're done with this one. Another Mark, one. Let's wrap her up. Episode thirty-four for us. Put a bow on it. Aw, that's pretty. Yeah, it's a pretty episode. Like Dean's wife. I thought you were gonna say butt. That also. <laughs> I kid, I kid, I joke. <laughs> you say his wife. Yeah. His IRL wife. I mean, I was gonna go with the not so real fantasy. Oh, Carmen. Carmen. Not Daniil. Not Daniil. His wife is gorgeous in real life. Holy she, uh, moly. Like, she just so seems like a pretty. genuine person. Like, you want to be her biffle. Pretty much. Like, I want to go have a beer with her at their brewery. Yes. That's what I want. I looked up the other day. I saw on Instagram that they had face masks, and I was going to get us face masks. <sighs> um, but they were sold out. Damn it. I know. I got sad. Um, but hopefully they'll come back in stock, and then we can get them. Fingers crossed. Safety first. <laughs> <laughs> with your caboose with my caboose oh god i don't want a caboose is your caboose safe <laughs> <laughs> all right i feel like we should let these poor people go okay, we're sorry. Like, what are they doing now my god why do you ramble on and we're on just here for on. the information we don't need to know about cabooses at kabai or whatever it is kabai <laughs> <laughs> bye <laughs> well thank, you, thank you guys <laughs> look at us brain meld oh yeah um continue to share us like us slide into our dms like, retweet someone us please, someone please slide into our dms because i'm getting lonely in the dims it's a it's a ghost town in there you know we had Brittany. Brittany replied to one of my she didn't slide into mine i slid into hers well um, you we, gotta make the first move i'm watching had, cobra kai right now strike first <laughs> we had a nice chitty chat in the dms uh but yeah slide in there we like to talk I mean, we we got ideas. We're here for them. And if you have any ideas on episodes coming up, because obviously you know what we're getting into. Like next episode, we're definitely going to be getting into uh, the season finale. So if you have any thoughts on any of that, anything of season three, we'll save it for that and talk about it during then. 
Yeah, do you guys have any ideas for anything we can add to the pod for season three? Anything we should subtract from the pod for season three? I, I don't know. I, I kind of like what we're doing now where we're just like chitty chatty back and forth. Or chatty Cathy's. I like how that goes. How do you like it, everyone out there? Clearly, but, people are listening. So, I mean, we love you. Let us know. Yes. Please. But thank you guys so much for listening to us, and we'll be back next time. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to Balls, a supernatural podcast with Lizzie and Missy. If you want more, follow on Twitter and Instagram at SBNBallsPod or email SBNBallsPod at gmail.com. Be sure to subscribe and follow Balls on your favorite streaming service.